0: Whenever somebody says, I'm on a diet, I'm dieting, people think like dieting means starving, okay? Dieting is not starving, dieting is eating right, okay? I'm always on diet, but that doesn't stop me from eating. I don't eat too much of food, but I eat the right kind of food. So, everybody has to be on diet. Dieting is like eating the right amount of food. How much you eat, how much you spend energy, that is it.
1: guys, welcome to yet another episode of Power of Passion. I'm Nivedita, the host for the show. In this show, each week I interview the inspiring personalities who follow their passion in order to help you to understand your inner potential and how to live your passion with a purpose and lead a meaningful life. Today we have with us a very interesting guest, Sairam Ramaswamy. Sai is a capital market professional who has worked in senior positions with the country's leading financial institutions for the past 30 years. His passion for fitness and nutrition led him to say goodbye to his successful corporate career and to become a full-time fitness trainer and a nutrition consultant. He has been successful in spreading the joy of fitness and healthy living through his initiative, Mitahara. Through Mitahara, he has built a strong community of over 200 people who are walking the path of fitness with him. He is also one of the founder members of Madras Mustangs, a cycling and running group with over 1,000 members. He also runs a charitable trust in the name of Ramu Lalita Trust to extend aid to the needy in the field of education. He is also a cyclist, a marathon runner, triathlete, and an avid trekker. So, without further ado, let's welcome Sai into our show and dive deep into our conversation. Hello, Sai. I'm so happy to have you on my show. Thank you so much for coming.
0: Hi, Nevesita. My pleasure. Thank you.
1: Thank you, sir. So, you have been a senior vice president. Yeah. And then you moved into fitness and nutrition, right? So what was that turning point in your life that made you move into this world of fitness and nutrition?
0: Yeah, that's a very interesting question. Uh, You know, like I've been spending all my life uh, chasing growth in the corporate uh, world. I mean, like a typical, um, you know, a corporate professional where uh, you change behind targets. And, um, you know, I mean, of course, you make money at that point. At every point of time, there is something called a gratitude or instant gratification. You get. So the instant gratification was the money what you get and the position what you get in different organizations. But at some point of time, you know, I sat back and I was thinking at what cost this was all happening. I somehow thought that uh, I was taking my health uh, for granted. And, um, you know, our human body is typically like a, a car. I would compare it to a car. Initial 10, 20,000 kilometers, it will give you absolutely no problem. After that, small, small things will start off. Your clutch will. Not start working. Right. Your engine will give you a noise. So that is an indication that you will have to start taking care of the car. Similar thing with uh, our human body also. I was falsely diagnosed with arthritis at some point in time. I used to, recently I used to play squash and uh, when I had a knee pain, I was falsely, I would say like diagnosed with initial stages of arthritis. That really scared the hell a lot of me. I thought, okay, I should start taking my health seriously. That is how I got into Cycling as a first sport, that was way back, eight, nine years back. And slowly got into running and then into fitness. And uh, I mean, though I was never obese, I used to be unhealthy, I used to have a big point. I realized that nutrition also plays a very important role. Nutrition and fitness goes hand in hand in terms of like uh, getting yourself completely fit and healthy. That's how my uh, journey of uh, fitness started. I got into cycling full-time. I cycled in a year, uh, more than uh, 30,000 kilometers in a year. And then I became passionate uh, for running. I've done seven full marathons till now and three uh, ultra marathons. I used to uh, trek to Himalayas every year. That is how my fitness journey started and it is uh, continuing.
1: Wow, awesome.
0: All this nuts towards uh, taking my passion as full-time professional. You know, I mean, there is always a second innings in your professional career also. Wherein you should choose what your passion is and embrace that as your profession. And exactly that's what I did. So that's how my fitness journey started. uh,
1: It's very nice, sir, because many of us have health problems, but we don't actually go into fitness. We do exercise, but we don't take that up as full time and do. Yeah. But how do you feel doing it now that you have full time into this?
0: I feel great. I feel liberated. Okay. I I know more to target the greater satisfaction is like uh, I am helping people to change their lives. I'm being instrumental in people getting paid, people getting healthy. That's really a big kick, you know? I mean, it's more than you making uh, big, big money in the form of incentives or bonuses. Uh, this is something really I love. This is something which uh, is very close to your heart. I'm being paid for what I love the most. I mean, like uh, I, I love doing it day in, day out, and I'm getting paid for that. This is something like a, state of uh, being in a bliss you know so it's like very very blissful now i'm thoroughly enjoying this
1: absolutely because at the end of the day we need that satisfaction
0: absolutely yeah
1: The, the feeling that you get from inside that you have changed someone's life and you've touched someone's life
0: absolutely yeah
1: so as a fitness enthusiast i want to ask you this question what health benefits will a person obtain by doing something that they love doing
0: See, you have uh, Uh, both uh, physiological benefits and psychological benefits also. I mean, physiological benefits, movement is very important for everyone's life. When we talk about fitness, people have the misconception thinking that, no, no, I have to go and hit the gym every day, uh, lift heavy weights and all. That is not what fitness is about. Basic movement and doing even body weight exercise for 30, 45 minutes. Any kind of physical activity is fitness according to me. Uh, Yoga or walking or uh, doing whatever, I mean, even a zoom or any kind of movement is fitness. So, doing that, start of your day doing some kind of activity gives, um, I mean, like secretes an hormone called endorphin, which gives you a high, you know, I mean, it gives you a positivity which you carry throughout the day. And your mood is also somewhat very positive when you get up early in the morning and start doing some activity. You make it a routine, you sleep uh, on time, get up on time. So, it completely changes your circ- circadian rhythm also. And at the same time, if you uh, physiologically, you stop uh, all your cardiovascular-related business which may occur as you grow old. And then you stop being obese. And then when you start moving more, I mean, your uh, heart functions much better. Your blood profile is better. Your cholesterol levels are down. So small, small benefits, but very, very important benefits accrue accru- accru- oneself. So keeping yourself fit. That's what no, I just want to demystify the concept or the word fitness. When we say fitness professional, people think, Oh my god, oh yeah, somebody, I mean, who doesn't belong to our creed or something like that. I am also a normal human being like anyone else. But just that, like you allocate time for every other important thing, you will have to allocate things for this. I mean, you get up and seamlessly you brush your teeth. I mean, nobody tells you anymore to brush your teeth. Something like that, you should make time for yourself, thirty to forty-five minutes every day, to do some kind of physical activity. So it should become part of your life. It should not become like an something like an external thing or a foreign body from morning to evening whatever is your routine make this also your routine you will enjoy it you will not feel it like a stress and at the same time you will also start becoming healthy and fitter
1: yeah so it should become a part of our
0: routine
1: yeah it should become like a kind of habit absolutely okay sometimes we start and then we leave it off in the middle and then you have the starting trouble and all so what do you think will motivate a person to keep going on with this? Group
0: fitness plan or group fitness program is something which motivates. There are two kinds of motivation one is concentric motivation and eccentric motivation, where an intrinsic motivation is coming from within and eccentric from some other people. So, uh, if your friends are working out, be in a social gathering where, or be in a social group where like minded people who are also into fitness and physical activity. Both of you can like mutually motivate each other. One one is down or the other one can pull him or her up and uh, motivate and get them to be consistent, consistently doing whatever they have been doing. That is one way which uh, would help. And there is one 21 day rule. I mean, most of us uh, know what is the 21 day rule is like where you do one habit for 21 days, it will stick with you. I don't know the magic about it, but I think largely it helps. It just become a part of your routine. Okay. And uh, again, if you have stopped fitness, it's not that um, you need to start off from where you stop. Start off. slowly. See, law. Normally, people come up with a lot of excuses, saying, "You know what? I am traveling. I am busy. I don't have time for this." All right, or they say, or they say like there is so much of pressure at work. I am sleeping late, so I am not able to. I am changing targets and all those stuff. I mean, it's not an excuse per se. It's all genuine. But um, if you have been working out for forty-five minutes before all this was happening. Start off with doing 10 minutes. Don't be the all or nothing attitude, you know. So it's okay if you can't do 45 minutes, do for 10 minutes. Don't wait for like, okay, let let New Year come. I will start uh, uh, working out again. This procrastination is something really kills you. So don't procrastinate. Even if you can't do for 40 minutes, start off doing for 10, 10 minutes. Every drop will add up to the ocean. I mean, like that is one magic bullet, I think, uh, which will work if somebody is unable to do it consistently.
1: Okay, and do you think there is any best time for workout which will give more benefit to our body?
0: There is no science behind the timing of the workout. I mean, as long as you're getting the workout done any time of the day, it is okay. But some yoga posters may have relevance doing in the morning for particularly like Surya Namaskar and all. But if you take workout, why people stress on doing it in the morning is you will develop a habit of getting up early and start of the day doing something positive in the form of workout. So there is no a hard and fast rule that it has to be done in the morning or evening as long as it is being done it's absolutely
1: fine okay let's talk about uh, something about the dieting so yeah is dieting actually the right way to lose weight why i'm asking this question is because most of my friends they don't take the guidance of a nutritionist they assume that okay i've eaten a lot so i need to go on a diet and they take their own decisions like uh, skipping meals at different times of the day and eating very little all that so is it a right approach to lose weight
0: first of all let me uh, again uh, demystify the word dieting i mean whenever somebody says i'm on a diet i'm dieting people think like dieting means starving okay dieting is not starving dieting is eating right okay i'm always on diet but that doesn't stop me from eating i don't eat too much of food but i eat the right kind of food so Everybody has to be on diet. Dieting is like eating the right amount of food. Our body structure is very complex, but dieting is very simple. How much you eat, how much you spend energy, that is it. Like, for example, to put it in simple terms, if you're eating 1,500 calories of food and if you're spending that much of uh, calories through some uh, meaningful exercise or, I mean, non-purposeful exercise, then yeah you're, you you know the excess energy doesn't get stored in the body so it, it doesn't become stored as fat so you are lean or you are fit or whatever it is only when you start eating more than your energy requirement you start eating weight okay this is a simple philosophy of nutrition dieting so dieting is good but there are various kinds of diet if you open the internet there will be thousand ways or thousand i mean like diet uh, principles and uh, uh, plans which will be available on the net okay It all depends on the individual requirement. not one. uh, So it cannot be like one size fits all. So that way, everybody's body is unique. What suits you may not suit me. So the nutrition plan largely should be customized. And it should be according to the goal of that individual person. So for people who look at the internet and do dieting or like follow the nutrition uh, plans and all, I wouldn't advocate that. Definitely, you will have to consult a professional when it comes to dieting more than dieting it requires a behavioral change okay i mean like you can get into a diet and discontinue it after some time but a behavioral change is something is what is required okay. if you start taking seriously about what kind of nutrition you need to have so that way it's always better to consult a, uh, I mean professional rather than like uh, because today if, if we open the internet if you go to google you have answers for everything and anything and everything But that may not be right always. So, it's always better to consult a professional. Yeah.
1: Okay. The uh, dietary supplements that we take. So, are they safe and are they good to consume?
0: Okay. The name itself specifies it's a supplement. Right? It's not your main diet or it's not your main food. Okay. So, when do you uh, take supplement? You take supplement only when there is deficient for that particular macro or micronutrient. Like, for example... If you have deficiency of some vitamin, you take a vitamin supplement. If you have deficiency of some mineral, you take a mineral supplement. supplement. Or if you can't take green vegetables, you take a supplement for that or a protein supplement. It should be again done under proper guidance. I mean, there are a lot of over-the-counter dietary supplements available in the market. I would strongly advise not to go for that. Only under a a proper medical uh, supervision from the prescription of a doctor or a certified nutritionist. You can go for a dietary supplement. Dietary supplement per se is not crime to use. But at the same time, please mind that it's just a supplement and not the main food. So if that is there in the mind, I know like a lot of people live just live on supplements. I wouldn't advise that to my clients.
1: Okay. How do you think is a trend currently uh, in our country in the fitness industry? Do you see a growth like many of them are now moving to fitness? What do you feel? Is there a gradual increase?
0: That's a great question, Nivedita. The awareness about fitness, awareness about uh, exercises and all is growing multifold in our country. Particularly in the last one year, I mean, I shouldn't say this, but thanks to Corona, but people, uh, awareness has grown really, really huge because people have started taking their health seriously. Uh, The recent growth or a significant um, change which has happened in the fitness industry in the last one year is the online fitness. Never ever we thought that uh, fitness sessions was possible through online platform thanks to the lockdown i mean people are more comfortable attending online fitness uh, sessions and we also as fitness trainers are very very comfortable and our reach is also much larger uh, because of uh, this new segment which has cropped up in the last one year Uh, and it has brought new people into uh, i mean like people who have never been to a gym or people who get intimidated with the settings of the gym are very comfortable being at their uh, house and doing uh, and doing exercise at the comfort of their house. So, that is something which is remarkable. I mean, it is not at the cost of the physical gym. There is a new segment which has actually come up in the last one year for the fitness industry. I would say like uh, it's a new trend which has come up and it is here to stay. I don't think uh, it's going to go off anytime soon.
1: Okay, that's really great.
0: Yeah like a housewife may may get intimidated by the settings of the gym you know i mean but they are all very comfortable sitting at home or like i mean standing at home and doing those workouts so that's a new segment which has come up and also corporates um, are also taking um, this seriously because this work from home is really stressful so that way keeping in mind the wellness of their employees they are also approaching us i mean some of the corporates are approaching us for a group session for their employees also that way there is a tectonic shift in the fitness industry which has happened in the last one year.
1: Okay. So you have started this Mitahara in that you have uh, built a strong community of 200 people where you teach about healthy living yep. and fitness, right? So can you tell us something about Mitahara?
0: Great. Uh, Mitahara is an initiative which I started almost now three years back. Uh, Mitahara is a translate word the name translated into moderate your diet. Uh, like again to answer your question on dieting dieting is nothing like eating moderately that's it i mean everything in moderation is good just because something is good you don't overeat just because something you perceive as bad you completely avoid because restrictive eating leads to binge eating so that way i mean food is a food af- food is a food after all and it's extremely difficult to say no to food so with all this in mind i started mithahara and i started advising people on nutrition particularly and uh, I suggest them a balanced uh, nutrition plan. I I don't believe in a particular avoiding a particular macro micronutrient. I mean I'm not against those diet plans, but in my uh, opinion, any diet plan should not have a shelf life. If I give you a nutrition plan, you should be first closer, closer to your current lifestyle and closer, closer to your current cultural eating habits, and you should be able to follow it for your lifetime. It's not like you follow the plan, lose 10 kg's for three months. And then you go back and then start putting up putting the weight uh, you have lost. I don't believe in that. So that way, I mean, that is the philosophy behind uh, mitahara. So uh, through that, I advise uh, people nutrition. I mean, it's not not just nutrition; it's like a lifestyle transformation. I work very closely with the clients um, in terms of like uh, hand holding them in identifying food groups to calorie restriction to, and then also I give recipes. To make it easy meal prep ideas and everything so that um, i mean even busy uh, housewives or working uh, women also one common thing is like it's very easy to give a diet plan very difficult to cook and home which is like very practical uh, problem but i sort of try to give solutions to them also so it's like a kind of a lifestyle transformation plan more than a diet plan so that's what i do under mitahara
1: that's a great initiative sir so how long is this program
0: yeah, there is a Chinese proverb, you know, if, uh, I mean, instead of giving a man a fish, teach him fishing. So that's what I exactly I do. I teach them what is healthy eating is all about. Okay, though my program is only for 12 weeks or 3 months time. In 3 months, they will be able to identify food groups. They will be able to identify which of the foods they can eat more, which of the food they can eat less. As I said, there is nothing like, there is no restrictive food list. So that way, once they know that, they will continue to eat the way they have to eat and maintain after losing certain weight they will know how to maintain their weight also so my program is for 12 weeks time but as i said like my clients many of my clients know how to go about the rest of their life also with the nutrition plan
1: that's nice because you're giving them a lifestyle transformation itself the basic thing you are teaching them and then they are moving on from that point that's right yeah awesome you have this madras mustangs which is a cycling and running group yeah uh, and you are a founder member of that so please tell us something about that and what gave rise to madras mustangs
0: again okay, that's a very interesting question um i'm the one of the founding members of madras mustangs we started in 2016 it was started by like-minded people we started small it started up uh, as a cycling group because you know i mean we thought like again it's like a group motivation kind of thing like I was cycling all alone, but I needed some motivation. If there is a, a set of like-minded people, it becomes very easier for you. One motivates the other and that leads to being consistent. So, that was the idea behind uh, starting Madras first right? time. And um, then from from cycling, we got into running and then we have conducted events also. In fact, in 2017, uh, we did a run called uh, Give a Brick Run through which uh, we raised money for a breast cancer hospital which is coming up in So We had uh, close to 3,000 uh, participants in that uh, run. And apart from that, we have connected um, many cycling events also. Uh, one of the significant ones was Pedal to Plant with Mustangs. Uh, this was in 2016 after the Vardha Cyclone in a government school inside of it. All the trees over there were uprooted. So what we did was we tied up um, with someone and then we got all the riders to come and plant trees in the uh, school premises. So that's why we named it as Pedal to Plant with uh, Mustangs. So it was like a uh, cycling come environmental kind of an initiative we did and um, have, we have plans to do one more run um, in the month of uh, May, June. So, a lot of, lot of things in Austin. So, we have close to more than thousand members in the Facebook group of uh, Madras Mustangs. Active uh, WhatsApp group is there. Anybody and everybody can join. There is no qualification or anything is needed to join our group, senior or a pro in cycling or amateur in cycling, both are welcome to join our group. So, it's all all are welcome kind of a thing. So, we, the basic thing is we want to just spread the joy of uh, cycling and running through Madras.
1: Okay. So, how frequently do you conduct the events?
0: Uh, events, once in six months. In the last one year, we have not done anything. I mean, for obvious reasons. But, um, I mean, once in six months, we do conduct events. But uh, we do conduct a lot of newbie rides also. People who have never touched cycle for years. So, we arrange cycles for them. So, get them into the habit of cycling again. Some of our folks do cycle to work also. So, all those things we do through Madras Mustangs. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, how can listeners connect to you if they also want to be a part of that group?
0: madrasmustangs at gmail.com is the uh, email ID. And they can also, uh, I mean, like, join the Madras Mustangs Facebook group also. Facebook and Insta group is there.
1: Awesome. And you have started this charitable trust, Lita Trust. Uh, in your yeah. parents name right so please tell us something about that
0: uh, I come from a very middle class kind of a background uh, I know the uh, hardships of uh, education particularly and uh, so uh, after my parents passed away I started this trust in 2007 in the initial year uh, years I started supporting the orphanages uh, close by where I live I mean close, to close my residence uh, in 2015 when the Chennai flood struck and a lot of uh, Damage happened. Uh, That's when uh, we uh, actually amplified things. Uh, Myself and uh, a couple of my friends uh, started uh, mobilizing uh, funds and other relief materials in a big way. And uh, we supported a school in uh, Gindi. It's called Lions Club, uh, Lions Club Labour Colony School in Gindi, where the water had reached up to sixteen feet and devastated. uh, I mean, uh, almost all the classrooms. So we provided with we completely we completely uh, bought new books for the library. And then their science lab, and also help them renovate a couple of uh, their classrooms. Also provided uh, bags to all the children there. And then um, from there, uh, uh, there was no stop, you know. Uh, then uh, we have an association with government model school in Hyderabad. There, what we do is every year we identify four five students uh, who pass out uh, 12 standard from the school. So the school students studying there come from a very modest economic background. So we do a due diligence, identify those students, and then provide them with financial assistance to complete their graduation. As we speak, uh, one one of the uh, students from uh, Model High School, whose dad is an auto driver, finished his graduation from Loyola Engineering College, and he has got his master's uh, in scholarship from a university in Italy. So he's going to Italy. I mean, that's a very proud moment. You know, I mean, it's like uh, again. We will just like help the entire family kind of thing. That that gives us a great joy. So we keep doing it every year. Uh, I mean, at least we handpick three, four students. And as we speak, there are some five, six students who have been pursuing their uh, degree. One is doing his uh, mechanical engineering in m M&M Jain College. One is doing his catering course uh, in Alagapa University. One person is doing his uh, BCA in A M Jain College, so on and so forth. Last year, uh, when Corona struck and... Uh, when the migrant laborers were stranded, uh, you know, I mean, all over, it was all in the news also. I mean, there were a lot of the Sharmic trains which were going from Chennai to different parts of the country to uh, get this transport, these uh, migrant laborers or guest laborers to their respective hometowns. I mean, it was a long journey. Uh, there were no food and water for these people. Uh, we would have provided to close to 50,000 people uh, food and water who were one going through effective uh, train from Central and egmore And most of them were housed in the corporation camps in different places. And we had helped them in a big way. Close to 30 lakhs was mobilised, and uh, we were able to help close to 50,000 people. Apart from that, uh, uh, people who had lost their livelihood due to lockdown, you know, people didn't have work to do. uh, These daily labourers, particularly, we identified with the help of uh, Chennai police and with the help of uh, Dr. Shailendra Babu, uh, who is the director for fire and rescue services. Uh, We had provided ration kits to close to 1,000 families in Mailapur and other areas also. So, I mean, all this we did. And uh, I mean, it's an ongoing process. Uh, we see every crisis as an opportunity to help people. And our education thing is an ongoing thing. I mean, we do it every year. So that's what uh, briefly we do uh, uh, from through ramanel Ali
1: I would say that you're truly blessed to do okay. all such good things. And I hope you keep continuing this. And all the best, sir, for that.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
1: Yeah. And I think we've spoken a lot about fitness and dieting and all about your initiators. So let's go on for a rapid fire round. Sure. Uh, It's like a fun round in which I'll be asking you 10 questions. And whatever comes to your mind first, you can just tell. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite food? Although it may be unhealthy, but you will feel to eat it like that.
0: My worst craving is butter moorik. I can't oh, resist wow. butter muruk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, people at home uh, to tease me, they will I buy it and keep it in front of me. But yeah, that is something which I can't resist.
1: <laughs> okay. The craziest thing that you have done so far.
0: My the crazy the crazy thing is I did a thousand kilometer cycling from here to Vijaywada and back to an event. Okay. Uh
1: huh. Okay.
0: Just five years back, if I think that, I definitely think I was crazy to do it because it was extremely risky, no sleep at all. You sleep on the sides of the petrol bunk, on the tea shop, and you ride on the national highway in the night and you know how safe our our national highways. So I consider that as a crazy thing which I've done in the recent past.
1: Okay. What is the one wrong belief you had and how you have overcome it?
0: Okay, so the wrong belief I had, uh, I thought like, um, jaggery uh, is not sugar. Uh, After every meal, I used to hog uh, those peanut candies and think that I am not eating sugar. I am eating only jaggery. I am eating peanut candies, which is good for health. That's something like a misbelief I had. Now I won't come past few years.
1: (laughs) Okay. What's your favorite sport?
0: Uh, Cricket. Okay.
1: Okay. What is the one book that you would recommend for everyone to read? Like it's a must-read book that their life might change because of reading that. Do you have any book in mind?
0: Yeah, it's a very simple book. Who Moved My Cheese? I mean, I I really love that book. It's a very simple story about two minds, him and her. Uh, But somewhere I've read this like maybe a decade before, but still remember those characters and uh, and the book. So I would recommend for anybody who is starting to read, uh, Who Moved My Cheese is one of my favorite
1: great if you were to time travel what would you be doing
0: if i had time travel um, uh, i know i i mean it's like something you 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 stumped me with this question i haven't really thought about it
1: no worries okay what's your biggest lesson that you've learned so far
0: biggest lesson yeah don't take anything or anybody for granted nothing is permanent in the world yeah
1: <laughs> absolutely Okay, what's your favorite social media platform?
0: Facebook. Uh, because the first social media platform I got exposed to was Facebook. I mean, now, now Facebook has I mean, been phased off and Insta has taken over. I mean, but I still have a liking to Facebook. I think it was a very novel idea at that point of time brought in. And because it helped me connect so many friends whom I have lost touch with. So, hands down. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Okay, one global leader that you follow.
0: I used to follow Obama. I follow Narendra Modi. I mean, very closely. Yeah.
1: Okay. And we have one more question to go. Before that, I want to ask you, what is your advice to the people who want to follow their passion and take that up as a career?
0: Uh, as I said in the beginning, there's always uh, two innings in your professional life. I mean, like the first part, you run behind whatever you want to be. Whether you like it or not, you start, uh, I mean, working. See, I mean, or not or everybody uh, gets a job which is that passion you will have to turn it into passion but uh, the thing is after some point of time you will need to identify your passion the most important thing is to identify what you like and what you want to do and then after securing yourself financially very well i think you should get on to things which you are passionate about i mean not at the cause it's, it's foolish for me to say that drop everything and uh, follow your passion secure yourself financially identify your passion secure yourself financially. And then get on to doing whatever you like. But give everything what you have in terms of making it a very, very successful venture.
1: Great. Okay. So how can uh, the listeners connect to you? And what is your message to the listeners?
0: So they can connect me through my Facebook page, which is Sairam Ramaswamy. My Insta, Sairam Ramaswamy, Mithahara. I have a Facebook group and an Insta also. Or through Madras Mustangs Facebook, Insta. Or, um, I mean, sairamramaswamy.com is also my website. They can connect uh, to that also. Uh, I'm not like too wise enough to advise, but I can tell, keep your life very simple. Okay, don't overthink, overdo anything. My favorite uh, lines are, uh, eat right, move more, sleep right. Wow. And I always sign off, uh, well, I mean, like even uh, if you see my email ID, i say, stay fit, stay healthy.
1: Oh, Okay
0: that's
1: my target, yeah. very nice we have come to the last uh, section of this round so if you are given the power to change the world in a day what is that you will be doing
0: uh, first and foremost uh, I will make this physical exercise or physical education mandatory in all the schools colleges and in corporate also okay because obesity is something in child obesity is really alarming and when we all grew up, we didn't have so many gadgets. So we were always outside uh, playing outdoor games. But, you know, I mean, things have changed drastically. Uh, the kids of this generation don't move out of their couch. So I would make this compulsory, like Singapore makes it compulsory to join the army uh, for their citizens. I would want to make a physical exercise compulsory in school, colleges, and even in corporates if possible.
1: Oh, okay. So thank you so much, sir. You have spoken a lot about fitness, dieting, and all about your initiatives. It was wonderful talking to you. Thank you. And uh, I'm sure people will connect to you if they want to put the diet plans through Mithahara. I'm sure there will be a lot of people who would also join your cycling group as well. Yeah. And I'm, uh, you're doing a great job with your uh, charitable trust, Ramul Alitha Trust. Thank you. I'm all the best for all your future endowers. I'm so happy and grateful to you that you came to my show again. So thank you so much. Uh,
0: Thank you so much, Nivedita. I mean, it's been a pleasure uh, talking to you. You've been a great host. And uh, uh, thank you for the platform, uh, for sharing my, giving me the platform to share my thoughts uh, and all the very best. You are doing a great job. I mean, keep doing it.
1: Thank you so much. And to all of you who would like to connect to him on social media, the social media handles are shared in the description below. Thank you so much, guys, for your time and listening to this episode. I'm sure it would have added a lot of value to your life and given you clarity of how to live your passion with a purpose. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, please do subscribe to my podcast and share it with your family, friends and colleagues and give it a five star rating. And please don't forget to share your comments on what you think about this episode. You can connect to me on Instagram at Power of Passion. And I will catch you next week on another inspiring episode of Power of Passion. Until then, stay safe and most importantly, do what you love. Thank you.